Welcome to Two Girls Who Read, a podcast where we discuss, sometimes calmly, sometimes not, the most popular topics troubling or entertaining the readers of the 21st century. The book community on TikTok has grown and expanded so much that now on the social media app, the hashtag BookTok has over 735 million views. With fame comes followers and opinions, which the BookTok community has plenty of. Us, your co-hosts, Lily Hope and Olivia Grace, dive into a new book-related topic each episode. Let us know your thoughts on our podcast episodes topics on our podcast TikTok at Two Girls Who Read Podcast, where you can also find exclusive behind-the-scenes clips from our unreleased episodes. Also, if you're feeling really nice, check out our individual TikToks at The Book Readers and at It's Olivia Grace underscore. Now, with all that said, let's get right into today's topic. Who's better, Will or Jem? <laughs> spoiler warning for the whole infernal the infernal devices trilogy by cassandra clare um yeah we're gonna be analyzing like all not analyzing but whatever all three books everything everything. (laughs) we're going through everything in this episode so if you're reading the infernal devices by cassandra clare or planning on it click off now (laughs) you've been warned you have been warned. <laughs> and trust me, you do not want this spoiled because it's a really good series full of plot twists. All right. Kay. Are you ready? I am ready. Oh, do you want to know something really crazy that I learned this week? What's that? Just randomly. You know how in our intro we're like the hashtag book talk now has over 750 yeah, million Yeah, we're going to have to update that. It has over 1 billion views now. Oh, we should probably change that. Isn't that crazy? Like, BookTok has, like, as over 1 billion views. Like, it's as big as a social media outlet as, like, beauty. Isn't that okay. weird? Really weird. Read is really weird. Anyway, just next episode, catch us being, like, over 1 billion views. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. I think that every time I read the intro and then I forget to say anything. Yeah. Well, now we can update it, but I just... I don't know. I felt like that was an account. I feel almost proud. I'm like, yeah. we did a book talk. Go us. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Will or Jam? What a question. Uh, <laughs> I'm going into this podcast sitting here being like, I have no answer. <laughs> I know. It's kind of funny that we picked this topic because I definitely feel like it's going to be one of those things where it's like, Will or Jam? Both. <laughs> End of episode. Yes. This episode right, is gonna be this episode's gonna be so fun because people have been asking us to do an infernal devices devices podcast episode for so long. They really have. It's and here yeah. we are. And here we one. are. Okay, I so finally finished the series. Oh, and we were gonna do like a live reaction, but for the safety of our friendship, we decided not to because Olivia. Uh, what are you going to say about me? I said Olivia wanted to do a live reaction, podcast reaction of my reaction to the epilogue. She's like, let's do it right after you finish reading it so you're a mess. So I didn't cry during the epilogue and so her heart got shattered and that never happened. So. And I ended up sobbing on the phone call <laughs> just thinking about the epilogue. <gasps> gosh and she read the epilogue and she didn't even cry and so i was actually pissed we were both pissed at that time As you were you like can tell, yeah olivia's very so, passionate about this <laughs> i'm very passionate about this so we can't really it'll be a while before we talk about the epilogue before we get to that place i feel like mm. we need olivia to hasn't recovered heal a little bit yeah More we need like to, you need to heal, heal a little no you need to heal <laughs> I'm fine. You know what? This is a group. <laughs> I feel like we're in group therapy right now. It's like, this is a group effort. Okay? We need to figure this out together. Don't put it all on me. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but so now we're here doing Will or Jam. And I think yeah. what we're probably going to end up doing for this episode is we're just probably going to say, like, the pros and cons of each fan. <laughs> It'll probably just be like... Cons? What cons oh, are what there? Cons. This is just going to be a praise list for I both see of them. 
I see you. But you uh, okay, so just to get it straight out there, though, I feel like we should voice. We have the same opinion where I was like, we want them to have a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> this whole series could have been over like half a book if they if just they decided. Just decided. <laughs> and I get that, like the Parabatai rune or whatever, like Parabatai aren't allowed to be like in a physical relationship or whatever. They're not allowed to get together. And, however, I'm like, Charlotte would have covered for you. It would have been fine. <laughs> like, it's so many. Uh, honestly, the London Institute probably would have preferred it because then there's no none of that drama, you know, going on. They're not I'm constantly just, feeling like the side characters. I'm just trying to figure out what it would have felt like for, like, Sophie and Charlotte and Henry, like, all these people to be, Imagine, like, yeah. to just... To be, like, watching this, like, love triangle unfold, and they were probably like, oh, my good lord. Like, like you, you know, like, imagine breakfast with those three. You would just, they Jesus. would all just be looking at each other, like, I love, like, Jem would, you would be eating your, like, cereal, and you would look across the table, and you'd see Jem looking at Tessa, like, you are my world. And then Jem would look away, and then you would see Will look at Tessa, like, you are my world. And then you would see Tessa not telling any of them to stop. She'd just be like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know I'm everyone's world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm every- and then Jessamine's just at the end of the table, like Tessa, leave, like go away. Nobody, honestly, Jessamine had some points in the first book <laughs> of being like, why the heck is this girl here? Like, what is she? Honestly, yes. Okay, which boy should we discuss first? I f- feel like we should discuss. Our boy, Will, first. Let's give him his moment. It's five minutes of, five, 15 seconds of fame right here. <laughs> yes, we can do, yeah. He needs his five minutes of fame. We'll do both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Will, what makes him the perfect love interest? I mean, where do we begin <laughs> is the question. Just sigh. Just sigh. <laughs> where do we even begin? So, where? Cassie Claire really. Oh, oh, I saw. And did you did I'm you want to go first? Um, well, I was just gonna say that I saw something that made okay. me laugh today about Will, and it was on my TikTok that I made about how if Dorian and Will were like a dynamic duo, like we discussed oh, last week. Oh yes. Um, and somebody commented, they're like, if Will and Dorian were in the same room, I would simply just pass away. (laughs) And that pretty much just sums up my feelings on Will Herondale. I would just pass away. Yeah, I agree. If Will, just imagine the presence of Will and Dorian in the same room. Like, it would single-handedly wipe out every female straight or bi female in the room and just and only lesbians would be left <laughs> and just <laughs> i don't know why where i thought this podcast was going but that wasn't it but i'm not even <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. i mean you did literally five seconds after you rung me you're like you're in a weird mood today and i was like okay I mean, maybe this is it. This is it. Okay. Well. I would pass away too. Even just like. <laughs> it would just be too much. Imagine. Just like. They would have a conversation about books and i just die. Uh, see, this is why I, Will, is the perfect boyfriend for me. Because I, too, enjoy reading. <laughs> is so. pitch to be Will Herondale's <laughs> girlfriend? Yes. Will Herondale. I, too, enjoy I reading. I also read. <laughs> I too enjoy reading. I would appreciate the books you read. And unlike Tessa, I wouldn't make you read books you didn't like. I would be perfectly content with the fact that you didn't like these books. Hey, hey, he ended up liking the books that Tessa gave him. Oh, and I'm sure that had nothing to do with the fact that he thought Tessa was hot. (laughs) Oh, I uh, definitely not. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) But... Yeah, he's just, he's so... What? But, yeah. He's just so caring. What book? He's just so sweet. He's so caring. He's so caring. He's so sweet. He also has that humor, which is nice. Oh, I know. He's fun. And he just, like, I think it's super cool when we got to read, like, his like inner dialogue. 
because he just like feels Ooh. so many things that he doesn't express. <laughs> like I don't like it was just so interesting seeing like his point of view, you know. Yeah. He really he really do be having the biggest heart out of the two. Uh, it's such an interesting duo because when you start the series, it's very much like Jem's the softy and Will's like the tough guy. But when you, I feel like internally, like Will is definitely the softy, and then like Jem is very tough because he's been through a lot. And then mm-hmm. I don't know. I agree. Yeah, it's very interesting. The well, the whole duo is really interesting. Even like outside of his relationship with Tessa, like you see that like softness to him. I guess in like his relationship with Jem as well, and it's so wholesome. For sure. It's so- I'm gonna sit here crying just thinking about it. You were not allowed to cry. You did not cry at the epilogue. You don't cry just talking about Will. Well, maybe I would have cried in the epilogue if there had been a Will and Jem scene in it. Because <laughs> those always get me crying. How? How? He is dead. You know, I'm just saying, I'm telling you what would have made me cry. Because the Will and Gem scenes, especially in Clockwork Princess. Are you crying? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Lily? No. No, no I'm not. <laughs> no, at all. But, like, oh, God. it's just so, like, even from book one, you see Will, like, when you still think that Will is this very, like, guy who cares about nothing, you know what I mean? But even in book one, like, when you still think that, you still see, like, him, like, run like towards Jim. Like, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, you see it, like, when he walks into the room and he's acting drunk, but then he actually has, like, no scent of alcohol on him. That seems so distinct in my head. That- I remember that so clearly. <laughs> and then you find out that he you know why he does that it's for a very like heartwarming reason he's he's just um it's all an act to make to make people not like him and um even when like the very first scene like when tessa meets Jem, and then will walks in and he's pretending to be drunk or whatever and he's like joking around with the two of them and you know just kind of like making fun of them a little bit like as he does um Mm. and then Jem like starts like coughing up blood and then will like runs to Jem instantly drops his axe like runs like get out and i'm like oh my gosh or like even him like even when he was talking about sitting beside Jem's side he's like sitting in the chair that he'd spent so many nights in like watching Jem, and i was like "Ah." that sounds a little creepy but like if you've read the books you know the context (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just watching Jem while he sleeps. You know the context, yeah. you know. Um, it's just... Uh, and he's, I wonder... I always do kind of wonder, do they live in the Institute their whole life? Who? The Shadow Hunters. Like, do they ever move out? Because I'm trying to I don't, imagine right now, you know... Yeah, you know how, like, in the epilogue, like, you know, we'll, we'll die or whatever. Like... <laughs> Imagine him going his whole life living in a place well, where that just he, reminds him of Jen. He would have lived in the Institute his whole life. I don't know about all Shadowhunters, but remember he took over for Charlotte. Oh, he did too. Oh, he did too. <laughs> like, even I'm reading Chain of Gold. Excuse even me, I'm, like li- cry. I'm reading Chain of Gold right now, and they, like, currently still live in the Institute, right? Shut up. <laughs> Literally tears just arrived in my eyes. Yeah, but, um, but oh, it made me so sad because there was like I think like even like two or three times this was like a one time mention. But after Jem, you know, like leaves um, the institute, it's brought up by Will that he's like it's just like Jem's empty bedroom, and I don't like it. <laughs> it's like you can't even tell he ever yeah. lived there. Like you can't even tell the person ever lived there. Exactly. I'm gone. <laughs> this scene just depresses me so much. Like, and I don't even... <sighs> there's two quotes, and I have them in my brain, that they just live in my brain rent-free. <laughs> they just live there. Rent-free. And it's two things Will said. One in clock, and one was about Tessa and one was about Jeb. And it just... 
it just made me love him that much more. Like, I already loved him, of course. But the first one in Clockwork Prince is when he's trying to get uncursed. And he's talking about Tessa, like, his, like, motivations. Because he was really sick and tired of having to, um, you know, like, pretend that he hated her. Pretty much. Or that, Mm. you know. Um, And that he he was hurting her as well. Yeah. In the process. Yeah. And so he's talking to Magnus, and he's sitting there, and he's, like, on the verge of tears, like, please, like, I'm begging you to help me. Like, I'm going to lose her forever if you don't help me. And I was just like... Ah. <laughs> I was like... You, oh, my gosh. Lily, get it together. <laughs> Can we have a... We <laughs> cry after the podcast. Cry after the podcast. <laughs> The people who recommended the infernal devices as a topic for us are just like regretting this. Very concerned. <laughs> They're like, well, gee. Well, at least I have realize. an excuse. The emotions are still so fresh for me. I just finished it like two days ago. You have been done this. Oh, you saying months. my emotion? I use. Oh my god. I, what is Lily Hope? Book talk. Book talker Lily Hope saying that my emotions are invalid just because it's been month like one month it has been longer than one month it still feels like yesterday (laughs) (laughs) and then the other quote that is in my head constantly is when silent brother jem goes to see will and will's like no no no, you don't have to do this like you can't leave like not when i need you the most like you can't leave now like i need you and i'm like Brother Six Pagariah. <laughs> I love all the names that the fandom came up for him though. Like I you have to be you have to admit the memes that come with Brother Zachariah are just immaculate. Like a hundred percent. I agree with you. But yeah, that was a really sad scene. Like I'm just crying right now. I was absolutely devastated. And I was... You really were. And then, oh, it just puts, like, the nail in the coffin when after Jem walks out and leaves and Will, like, leans against the wall and, like, slides down the wall and just, like, curls up in, like, a little ball. And I'm like... (laughs) And when he goes to the knife room, that kind of destroyed me a little bit. You know, unironically... Will just being in this in the knife room, it stabbed me in the heart quite frankly. <laughs> well, he they had their conversation in the knife room, which oh, I thought was super. But then, because he Will was throwing knives yeah. when Jem came in, and I just thought that that was super upsetting. But yeah, they were like in the knife room when they were having that conversation, like when Jem said goodbye. And that mm-hmm. made me super sad because, like, their relationship started. Like, that's where they met was in the knife room. It was such and a full then, circle moment. And then that's where they ended their She did the same with, like, the bridge. Mm-hmm. I really loved what she did with the bridge. How it was, like, Jem, Jem and Tessa... Well, the whole series started on the bridge because that's where Cassandra Clay got the idea. She wrote in the foreword or whatever. And then Jem and Tessa's relationship of, like, romantic interest... It really, I think it started on the bridge. Like, when they went to that bridge, Tessa was like, Jem's kind of cute. And that was the first time that she kind of, you know, did that. And then, obviously, in the epilogue, the epilogue takes place on the bridge. And I love that. Yeah. But the knife, the knife room, how she did that as well with the knife room, I just like. Well, and I think one of the last words of the series itself was something about this whole thing coming full circle. Like, not like, like, and I was like, yeah, you really did that <laughs> <laughs> she really knew what she was doing um <sighs> also um, i i have to be honest i'm kind of glad that this was my first cassandra claire like book series mm-hmm. that i read because i do um like i hear the other ones kind of need to well, Mortal Instruments has such mixed reviews and I've heard of so many people starting Mortal Instruments and they're just not reading any of the others because they didn't like Mortal Instruments. So, like, this is a crab book. But yeah. um, I like reading Infernal Devices because I just thought it was great and I, I finally felt like I got what the hype was. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, 
I have my opinion on Cassandra Clare now. She's a good author. Well, and so and now it's like also connects to like the Chain of Gold. Oh, Chain series, of Gold. Which I found out yesterday. Yeah, you found out yesterday <laughs> that it's Will and Tessa's children. And I have so much things to tell you about Chain of Gold when this is done. I think I'm gonna change your mind about not wanting to read it, but that's for another time. We won't talk about that right now. It's not that I don't want to read it, it's that I mentally can't. I'm not stable enough for that. Well, we'll figure that out later. We'll figure that out. <laughs> we'll figure that out. That, that's been a conversation for another day. Um, but back to back to Will. Like, I feel like he's just lost so much, but still was, like, the biggest sweetheart. You know? It Yeah. He really is, like, the definition of boy who really needs to take care of himself, but will only do so if everyone else is okay. Oh, yeah. And then, like, I feel like, honestly, it was very, um, I kind of noticed this when I was reading, and I thought it was very interesting. Like, I know a lot of people talk about how, like, and even Tessa talked about this in the actual book, how Jem... And, like, Mortmain had, like, very similar childhoods, but, like, look how, like, Jem came out of it, like, a good person, right? And Mortmain just was a because sociopath. Jem had will. Well, that's not where I was going with that, but yes. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> but, like, so that's, like, a very, like, well-done comparison. Um, but also, I was thinking about, I'm like... Never even thought of that. I'm like, well, Will also lost his family, but it would have been in a totally different way because he, like, had to leave them, like... By choice, almost, you know what I mean? Like, they weren't taken from him. He had to, like, willingly mm. remove himself from that situation. Which, like, obviously, like, losing your family is hard, like, no matter what the situation. But, like, how... He how- had to force himself. And he had to like- listen to his mother begging him for him to come back. And, like, it was just, like, a- so, like, mm-hmm. I kind of compare, like, him to, like, Mortmain as well. And be like, well... Will had way more traumatic childhood than you, buddy. Like, and he is a good person. Look at him. He's so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. Oh, another... The scene where, like, Will reunited with his parents, like, (laughs) also killed him. Stop. I can't handle that. Oh, that sent you... That sent you through the waterworks pretty quick. I can't handle that today. I I had to brush past that scene so quick because I was like, I can't cry again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you kind of could have because those tears you were saving for the epilogue didn't even get used. You know, you're like way more bitter about this than you should be, Olivia. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll stop now. I'll stop. (laughs) You know what? I'm just playing. Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's not that big of a deal. It's just concerning. Because it makes... You know what? Let's talk about this another day. (laughs) A lot is getting brushed aside today. We're sweeping so much under the rug today. So when we go back back and wonder why we're having a giant fight, we'll just go back and listen to this podcast episode and look at all the stuff we swept under the rug. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah honestly honestly yeah that's a good point if we ever get in a huge fight we can just be like how did this happen and and then we're just like i don't know go watch go watch like the last podcast episode and then come back to me mm-hmm. <sighs> okay now okay. what well, should we move on to i was Jen? gonna say we you know what you're pissy about this whole epilogue ordeal you know what i'm pissy about you know what i feel like everyone needs to know this everyone needs to know your true colors olivia she what? told me that she would not date Jem. And my feelings are permanently oh. hurt. They're permanently hurt. It was like 2am for you. Mm-hmm. My feelings were permanently hurt by that. <sighs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Jem would be an incredible boyfriend. It's just, would he be an incredible I'm boyfriend for me? I'm just worried for you. If those are your standards, like better than Jem, those are your standards. I told you, what? it's really unhealthy. What? I thought I had high standards. My thing with Jem is he's too. I don't know. I feel like you're learning. I'm telling too much. To, Just to finish your sentence. Right Just finish your sentence. <laughs> Lily's like ready to go. She's like ready for me to cancel myself. Anyway, um. 
A jam is a bit too timid for me. Because you know who, how I'm like. like I, I'm, I'm like a feisty. I like a little, I like a little bit of excitement. Okay. I feel like jam. He's the kind of person that just wants to make like a cup of tea and play his violin and have and tell you that like you're doing great. Mm. I'm like, no. I like, see let's, like, get, the problem with yeah. you because. Here, you said the same similar things about Azrael. You're like, you know, he's just bored. Similar things. You've got you said the similar things about the two of these men. And here is my counter argument for you. Okay. Like, think about it. We really you know what's weird? Today I was asked by a friend, she was like, Do you get any of Jem's point of view in the infernal devices? And I was like, actually, no. no. Like, there's a lot of will. But considering how major of a character he is, he had no... Am I wrong? I mean, we get, like, a Gabrielle and Gideon point of view. What the hell is up with that? We get a Cecily, but not a Jam. Yeah, for sure. I see what you mean. Anyway, but here is my thoughts. So, like, is Jem that super sweet, like, guy? Like, yes, he has all those traits. But I feel like if you were, like, dating Jem... It would be a different vibe. Like, I feel like that's not his entire personality. Would it, though? Because we, mm. we saw him date Tessa, and he didn't really change Okay, that much. but even... Hear me out. In <laughs> their first, like, kiss scene, where he basically first, like, professed, like, confessed his feelings for Tessa, there was, like, a new side <laughs> of Jeb in that scene, and I was like, ooh. You know? The side that, oh, was this the, the, the weird scene where they, it went from, like, a kiss to, like, a lot more real like, quick. really like, fast. Like zero to 100. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of interesting. I was like, gem. Gem. <laughs> gem. No, that was a very interesting <laughs> scene. And also, the other scene that I think about when I think about him, like, is, like, not a super, like, shy, timid guy is when he actually, like, is, like, 12 and he meets Will. And... He's like, and Will's like, oh yeah, I could use this kid as target practice if Jem takes like the knife out of Will's head. And he's like, I mean, you could, but I'm not that concerned about it because you're a terrible shot. And then like he takes the knife and throws it at the target. And he's like, but I could teach you if you want. And like, I do often, yeah. You know, he's got a a feisty side (laughs) when he wants. I do often wonder, like, Jem didn't really get a lot of choice in his life. (laughs) You know, yeah, he didn't actually get any choice in his life except for becoming a silent brother. And when he did, everyone got mad at him. <laughs> everyone, nobody liked that. <laughs> no, they were like, "I'd rather you be dead." And then Jim could just kind of just stand by, and be like, "Okay, they'd rather me dead than just like making a choice." And then, um, <laughs> poor Jim. <laughs> and then even, and then even. I'm sorry to interrupt, but this is like going off of your point. But then even in the epilogue, when he's on the bridge with Tessa, he's like. For the last, like, 130 years of my life, every single hour of it has been planned for me. Like, none of it has been up to me. So even when he was a silent mm-hmm. brother, he still had absolutely no choice in his own life. <laughs> no. And so I do often wonder, when you give a person no choice, like, that's not them. That's not their life. That's not their personality. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of adapting to what's being given to them. Mm-hmm. It, I, I kind of think of it the same way. Getting, getting really philosophical here, but mm. I kind of think of it the same way as if a five-year-old's like a really bratty kid, I don't blame that on the five-year-old. I blame that on the environment that you've put this kid slash person in mm-hmm. because clearly it's not the life that they want to be living and something's going wrong here because they're not comfortable with it. And I so agree with you. In, in return with that, they become something that they're actually not. And <laughs> not to make this about me. But <laughs> oh, we're getting personal now. <laughs> you know, you know how you're always judging me for like being a crazy kid? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not a crazy kid anymore because I actually started, you know, I'm older now and I've made decisions for myself. And I'm like, you know what? I like reading. I like doing that. I don't like, I don't like sports. I don't like that. And now I'm like a decent human being. Everyone at home so I listening, like- I hope you're taking notes for Olivia's personality file. 
She's giving you real details right here. I really am. Oh, let's hope, like, no psychologist or therapist or, like, interesting. Okay. Interesting. Notes, 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 notes. Interesting. Writing it down. Um, Yeah. Um, But I feel like Jeff, like, he, like you said, like, he really never got any choice his whole life but then yeah and so how do we even know that that's gem that we see in the infernal devices well and so then even the, f- the man that he wants to be i kind of think about it so the only time we really do see him like in real control of his own life you know what i mean is in the epilogue because he's no longer with the silent brothers he's no longer you know an addict he is like completely himself <gasps> And I never. This is so dumb. I've never even thought about the fact that what's a gem gonna be like? Like it'd be so weird for gem to be like. I actually don't need drugs anymore. Picturing gem without his like silver hair and eyes in the epilogue weirded me the heck out. But it's fine. Um, <laughs> but so he like on that in the bridge scene in the epilogue. It was his first time with a choice, and he really he really did be making a ballsy move like in his first baller that you know what I mean like he was like he was like hey Tessa uh, I still love you and I know your husband's dead but like we'll get together <laughs> you know what I mean like and so like I feel like that kind of is like a like indication of like what his personality like truly is and it's not just like the shy timid like stand at the corner type like he was like let's date <laughs> yeah that's true Ugh. That's actually really true. I've converted her to my point. This never happens. She never agrees with my points. It never happens. She never agrees with my points. Cut to all the things that you've convinced me. You've made me, like, see a different perspective on, like, more from Mm, Act I did do that. Mm -hmm. You did. You really did do that. Yeah. So these are the only two things I've convinced you to (laughs) change your mind on. I'm sure there's been more that I just haven't admitted to yet. Because I'm Mm. like... No. I mean, you've changed my opinion I'm on things, 100% too. I'm right. So. Have I? I mean, like, Nesta, for sure. Oh, yeah. So. I will always protect my homegirl, Nesta. I can see you that. know? Yeah. That's why we haven't made a podcast. Mm. We haven't made a podcast episode about her for a reason. <laughs> Yet. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would just reveal too much about me. It would be... It would cross the line. It would be like... Because <laughs> look at the br- look at the character that we've built for me on these podcasts. Bratty child, no longer a brat. Favorite character is Nesta from Akatar, who well, refuses is- to date Jem from the Infernal Devices if he was presented in front of her. Ah. Refuses to date Jem from the Infernal Devices because, quote unquote, he's too nice. Yeah, I'm worried. Oh no, strongly relates herself Relate- to Aelin Galvin. <laughs> You know, I'm... I mean, hey. <laughs> it's okay. That seems like a fun time right there. Like, I would... I seem like the kind of person that would know how to have a good time. But would would you go to her for, like, emotional support? No, I've tried. Something? <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. But, like, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like Jem has the same, like, sweetness of Will. And, like, how could they not, like, being so close? Like, I feel like they wouldn't get along if one of them was, like, an asshole. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. But, so, you know, there's that. And then, but I feel like instead of, like, the, like, sarcasm of Will, Jem has, like, the, like... I feel like Jem's got, like, the understanding. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like as, like, uh, like as, I feel like as sweet and kind and, like, how much Will feels, I feel like he still struggled at some parts of the series. Which, I mean, Will was only 17. How can you blame the boy? But I feel like he really mm-hmm. struggled to, like, see where other people were coming from sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, at some point... Well, Jem had that just, like, perspective where he literally thought he was going to die. Yeah, and... He, he was like, every day could be my last. That's a perspective that n- not even, like, most 70-year-olds have. have. Well, yeah. like, if I ever, like, effed up and, like, did something, made a huge mistake, I would way rather confide it to Jem than Will. Not that I think Will would be mean, <laughs> but, like, you see what I'm, where I'm coming from. 
Will would get the diary. What did she Will do with the diary when the girl, the Lightwood sister, said that she had like a crush on him? He like read it out loud. <laughs> yeah, Jem wouldn't do that. I don't think. No, but like we understand I mean, Will why probably Will wouldn't did do that, that anymore. No, we understand but... why Will did that because she he wanted the girl to hate him because he needed everyone to hate him. But yeah, still for sure. And even there's a it's a super minor scene actually, but it very like stuck to me because. And just to make this clear, I'm not trying to sit here and say, like, Will has no empathy, because he does. We've seen it a million times. But I feel like Jem is the mm. more empathetic one between the two. You know what I mean? Oh, and I would I would almost think more understanding. Like, I think I a little bit of being both. Like, I think they correspond, because yeah. I feel like if you understand someone, you're able to be more, like, empathetic towards and, them. Oh, good they kind of, like, go point, hand yeah. in hand, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. But, like, even it was when they met up, it was in Clockwork Prince, and they met up with Nate, um, when they trapped Nate, and then that was the scene where Nate ended up dying. Um, but right before all that went down, before Tessa even arrived at, like, wherever they were meeting, um, there was, like, the werewolves there. And the werewolf was, like, trying to, like, kill them and stuff, but he was, like, in withdrawal from, like, the same drug that, like, Jem was taking. And Will mm. was, like, being like, Jem, he's trying to kill us. Like, you know, like, let's kick him down some more, you know what I mean? And Jem was like, Will, like, be kind, okay? And then, like, after the werewolf <laughs> died, he, like, closed his eyes for him and, like, gave him, like, a nice death. And Will was like, Jem, let's go. And he's like, Will, this is gonna be me in, like, a month, okay? Be nice. Mm. you know yeah very true and I feel like that really Mm. just like I don't know he's I feel like he's definitely the more like understanding one coming back to what I said yeah the first sentence (laughs) to link my point I feel like we're doing you know that like peel thing like point (laughs) explanation (laughs) evidence link I really feel like we just went through that with Mm. you and yet I like, can't do this on yeah. any of my English projects. But I can do it on a podcast. Well, yeah. I mean, do your English projects get 1,000 downloads? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, <laughs> me, me about to, like, just make my reputation become worse. <laughs> Be like, so why is it important then? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> um... But, yeah, it's very, yeah, it's super... It's interesting. I I almost, I, obviously I, we do, we, because we know that, like, we see Jem again in the Dark Artifices and stuff. I'm excited for that. I'm excited. I definitely am interested to see how different he'll be in the Dark Artifices. Because when we see him, he'll be this new version of himself. He'll be like... I got choices. I got Tessa. I got a life. Oh, is he with Tessa in the Dark Artifices? Interesting. I guess he would be. I don't really know when else it would have taken place. Well, I don't know that it's a fact, but I'm just assuming. Because the only other time it could have... It'd be really weird if they broke up. Well, the only other time it could have taken place was when he was, like, super young or something, which would have been, like... To, uh, actually, no, yeah. it would have been... Ha- it would have have to have been... It's going to have to be after he's together with Tessa because... Um, in Chain yeah. of Gold, it's talked about that, um, you kind of meet some of, like, the Carstairs family, and, like, they're like, and we the, don't know him. <laughs> and the Dark Artifices is set after Mortal Instruments. Yeah. So after, so, like, 2008. Gotcha. We've, so, we figured it out. We've got it. <laughs> we really, f- yeah, we really, uh, unsolved this mystery. Mm-hmm. Good, good for us. <laughs> good for us. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be interesting because he to see him because he'll, I wonder how different he'll be and, um, who knows, maybe after I read the Dark Artifices, I'm like, Jim, any day, you know? So I'm confused then. How? So you come here saying you don't have a favorite, but there's one you'd date and one you wouldn't date, you know? I'm confused. Oh, that's a good point. So do you have a favorite? Just say it. This is what we call a breakthrough. (laughs) (laughs) Just say it. I don't, Mm. though. In terms of personality, like, in terms of, like, a friend, you can't come, like, no. I refuse. If they, if someone came up to me and be like, 
You can only have Jem or you can only have Will as a friend. I'd be like, screw you. I feel like the reason it's so hard. them both. I think the reason it's so hard to pick between the two of them is because they were written in such a sense where you kind of need both because they really balance each other out. Yeah. Like, Jem kind of takes Will down a few pegs sometimes. He's like, Will, now's not the time to be making jokes. Someone just died. And then, mm. <laughs> and then Will kind of like spices Jem's life up a little bit and like kind of like <laughs> makes yeah, him have a little sure. more fun, you know what I mean? And not be so serious all the time. So I feel like they were written in mm. such a way where you like needed both of them. Which may, yeah, which makes it that much more interesting or honestly sad that how they ended like they had they've had to go all the they ended up going all these years like needing being so codependent and then they just had to learn how to be independent and not have the other one there you know yeah they really had to do a lot of i don't know it's really and also it's soul searching it's super interesting because i feel like how we know them in the infernal devices when they're together i feel like even like, I am expecting to see Will's character quite a bit more in Chain of Gold. Um, and then Jem's character, like we said, in The Dark Artifices. I really don't think either of them are going to be anything remotely close to the same person as they were in the Infernal Devices. Just because they're like, missing their no. other half. They're literally straight up missing their other half. I really don't... Yeah, I really think it's going to be a thing of, like, Will and Jem from the Infernal Devices. That's going to be, like, their teen selves, you know? How sometimes you look at... A person in high school and they're like a completely different person to who they are now or whatever mm-hmm. like i definitely feel like that's the vibe we're gonna have and i really don't think it was just because like oh they matured and stuff like i mean obviously that's like a part of it i'm sure but also just the fact that they like don't really have each other they don't, anymore yeah i'm like no oh, it makes me so sad it makes i hope they reunite one that day. was um that was the part of the epilogue that made that did make me close to crying was the idea that Will and Jem didn't really get to live their life together anymore after that. That no, that got me. <laughs> the whole, like... Oh, no. No, never mind. I was going to say something, but I was like, oh... Uh, I was going to say, like, the whole... I haven't really seen a para- parabatai that have lived a whole life together ironically but i have so that's what? never mind i don't know it's a spoiler for the mortal instruments oh, so i don't want to say it so be quiet well if you didn't interrupt me i would have been quiet mm. okay mm. i apologize <laughs> but i don't know i just oh i'm curious i gotta know i gotta know at the beginning of this episode, you said we're talking about the pros and cons of both of them. Give me one con to each. I'm just curious. I don't know why I said that. I, I know, I know, but I'm just curious. Cons. Like, just try to think of one. Well, I feel like the obvious one is Will. Will was a bit of a douche in <laughs> book one and two. But obviously he had his reasons for that in the end. And yeah. Jem's a self-sacrificing guy. You know, maybe that's a con. Yeah. He definitely yeet off a bridge if it meant saving Tess's life. Yeah. Oh, the other thing, the other thing. Oh my gosh, I knew I knew there was something else I wanted to say about Jem that I was forgetting. Okay. Um, so when I was going through this series and you know this, because I told you this over and over again when I was reading the series I was really waiting for like the shoe to drop sort of thing where it was like Nice boy Jem was just eventually gonna like lose his shit on Tessa and be like, Tessa, are you serious? Like, you did this for <laughs> what? You did this for what? Because there were so many times where I was just sitting there and I'm like, dude, yell at her, yell at her. She deserves it right now. You know what I mean? Oh my god. Like, there, okay, don't tell me uh, there was not times that Tessa screwed both of them over. I mean, I don't know. I never felt horrible towards Tessa like, like I, I never felt horribly honestly, but like if you were in a relationship with her and you were like one of the boys I feel like you'd be a little upset sometimes you know what I mean or like oh yeah even, oh in that sense 100% yeah 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 but from a reader I, I was like reader, that's we're, we're all hating on this girl as if we wouldn't do the exact same no thing, not, not know? from the reader but like from the boys perspective and there was a couple times where I was like mm, Jem 
you can get mad at her, it's okay. But just every single time, he was just like, like this goes back to the understanding. He was just like, you know what, Tessa, I understand and I forgive you. And I'm like, mm. like, even when silent brother Jem comes to, like, calm Tessa down after she's having, like, her, like, mental freak out, you know, after she turned yeah. into a whole angel. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> She goes to tell him that she and Will had sex right after she found out that he was quote-unquote dead, right? And she felt, like, a lot Mm. of guilt over that. Mm -hmm. And, like, understandably, feel like you would. (laughs) Um, And she goes to tell Jim, she's like, you know, Will and I, we thought we were dying, and I'm so sorry. And Jem was just like, I don't need to know the details, but I forgive the both of you or something. And I'm like, ah, he's too wholesome for this world, you know? Yeah. Like. That's why he became a silent brother. Stop it. He's like, yeet, I'm out of here. I'm a head out of this world. You guys suck. Uh, I'm too good. But like, <laughs> I just feel like he was so incredibly, like, every time he forgave her, like, there's... I think it's in book two, where Jessamine asks Jem, like, well, would you forgive Tessa if it were her? And he's like, I'd forgive Tessa for anything. Homeboy wasn't joking. Like, oh. he was not kidding. He really, <laughs> he really, he really kept his word on that he one. He really followed through. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I guess, I guess that's a con. What do you mean? I don't... I don't know if how comfortable I'd feel knowing that I'm with someone that would forgive me for anything. I mean... That would go to my head too much. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, do you? Okay. I don't um. know. I still feel like it would have been very interesting to see the two of them get into a fight. I feel like... Tessa and Jen. Yeah. Because she and Will definitely had their fair share of spats. But I feel like the reason that Jem and Tessa never got really into it... And it's a fight was because Jim's like, well, I'm going to die. Why would I waste the time that I have being angry at Tess? You know what I mean? So I feel like. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like that's why he was so much more forgiving of her. And I feel like the reason he like completely and utterly forgave her and Will for what they did. Not to say that it was necessarily wrong because of the circumstances but I feel like the reason he just undeniably forgave them both is because he's like well I'm never gonna see them again I might well he's gonna see them again but he's like I'm not gonna see them for a very long time I might as well give them the closure that they need right yeah so I feel like it would be super interesting to see like if we ever do get to see them as a couple in the dark artifice I mean neither of us have read it so if you're listening to this and you've read the dark artifices then you know that we're like totally lying right now just ignore that um, yeah. but, like, if we do get to see them as, like, a couple in the Dark Artifices, however briefly, I think it'd be really interesting to see, like, how, like... How different the dynamic well, is. Well, because he's not, like, running on super limited time anymore, you know what I mean? So he's like, we can argue <laughs> that you did this. That's true. <laughs> like, yeah. so it's like in their first six months, it's just Jem going, so Tessa, when you, you kind of, like, did this. And this. Back in, like, <laughs> the 1800s. <laughs> And, you know, not to be that person, but it kind of pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, honestly, like, I mean, I don't think he'd do that. But I think, like, when you say, like, oh, having him, like, forgive her for everything would be, like, such a con. I mean, I feel like it would be if he continued to do it in, like, the 2000s and stuff. But I feel like he wouldn't. Yeah. You know? And other con is just he's, you know, he was dying I don't know. That's a con. You said you know until him. Well. What do you want me to say? It's a pro that he's dying? Well, like, thank a, God he's going to be gone soon. No, it's like, what? Well, I mean, yeah, it's sad, but it's not his fault. You can't chalk it up against it as a con on his personality. Exactly. Hence why it's a con, because it's like a bad thing. You're like, Darn it, I'm going to, like, fall for this dude. He's just going to head out in, like, a couple of months, possibly. Uh, you know, that, that's a big... I would call that a con, you know? You know? I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, not his fault. Just a but... little bit. <laughs> and I don't know. Not, not a con on his part. 
just a con on the universe's part. Yeah. And like, that sucks. Ugh. But yeah. What I would have given, like, I would read an entire series just about, like, Will and Jem and, like, Tessa's not involved yet. You know what I mean? Cause, like, <laughs> oh, true. Like, not anything against Tessa, but, like, I mean, she really took her moment to shine and, like, really took over. She really said, yeah, she really said, hi, I'm the main character in the Institute now. And I think it would have been really interesting to see the two of them, even, like, a year before when they were, like, 16 or something. I just, like, want Mm. more of their dynamic. Like, there's such... mm. Imagine them having a conversation being like, do you think you're going to fall in love one day? And Uh. I'm like... I don't know. I guess if the right girl came along and then imagine them being like, we're never going to, a girl's never going to get between us. <laughs> but that's what I love. That'd be funny. It's This is really a pro for both of the boys because was it a little awkward at times between the two of them? Yes. But when I started the series and I knew that there was these two best friends of this love triangle, I only saw this going poorly for this friendship. Yeah. Especially considering these are like 17 year old boys. Like... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're not exactly mm-hmm. at their most mature state. <laughs> I guess they'd both gone okay. through a lot, so that kind of changes things. But, like, I don't know. I just really honestly feel like I was I was expecting less from them in the sense of their, like, keeping their friendship together when I started the series. Yeah, but they really didn't let that happen. They said, no. We're going to stay strong. They, honestly, they never really addressed. I think they handled it really well in the sense they just never really talked about the fact that they both liked Tessa. I mean, there was. Until the end. Yeah, there was the one scene in Clockwork Princess, like when, right before Will goes to look for Tessa. And I I honestly thought Jem was going to be a little bit upset. Like, I didn't think he was going to be mad. I thought he was going to be a bit upset. But all he said was he was like... Well, if I had known that you loved her, I would have never proposed. And I was like, ah. and then Will was like, no, if I knew that you loved her, I would have never kissed her. And they were just like, well, I would have never got involved if I did. It's just like a whole big like. <laughs> what is like giving the same vibe as no, you hang up first. No, you <laughs> hang up first. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. It was just so incredibly wholesome and like. I loved that. It just showed, like, it made me love those two characters so much more. Their brotherhood is just immaculate. Like, I knew I was going to like them as, like, brothers, but I didn't quite realize that it would take over my entire brain. You know? I see. Mm. Rent free. Rent free. (laughs) What a journey. I had no idea this was what recommending the infernal devices she was going to entail mm, a lot of emotional trauma that's what <laughs> a lot of emotional trauma and and you know space in your mind being taken up rent free yeah um yeah and then a lot of potentially you know harmfulness to our friendship because <laughs> because of you know there's some stuff that we need to brush onto the rug from this series. Some stuff we can't talk about. We're not, we have an off-limits list, but... <laughs> we have an off-limits list. We don't know what's on the list until we get to... And then we're just like... Mm. Talking about it. I give Olivia like, oh. a look and I'm like, just stop talking. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> and I'll stop talking. We'll both stop talking. Um, if you stop, I'll stop. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. I just found that really... In conclusion. In, that was... I, they're just... Bo- <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this podcast is a mess because I feel like my head is a mess between trying to think think of Will versus Jeb. Like, my brain can't comprehend the idea. It's incomprehensible. Is that a word? I think it's incomprehensible. Not comprehensive. That's close. It's fine. (laughs) But anyway, I was so proud of myself. I was like, can't believe I knew that. Anyway, um, yeah, it's, they, in conclusion, can't compete. They can't. They're too immaculate and astronomical for 
yeah, you just can't. They're too astronomical for our own good where to the point where you just can't choose. And it's a question that will never be answered. <sighs> will or gem. I get that's the answer I so we'll never tell. Instantly get concerned when people comment on my TikToks with a favorite. They're like, from the beginning, Will is my favorite. I'm like uh, um, I would like to know why and like what. So if you are what a person who had, we need to find someone who has a distinct opinion and get them to co-host with us. You know what we should do? We should just get like a bunch of people to send in videos or whatever being like, I prefer so-and-so because of this. And then we'll like react. listen to them and then we'll react. We're going to do that. We should do that. Well, and... Um, yeah, we definitely need to do that because it just confuses the heck out of me. And I even saw another TikTok today that was, like, Gem and Tessa's relationship was superior. And in, like, my head, I just can't. I'm just hair and gray stares. I love that hashtag. Yeah. That's like, the one I'm on. I, like, they were, she was perfect with both of them. And I really loved how she got to live, like, a full life with both of them. Yeah. Speaking of finessing the system, mm. Tessa finessed the universe. Tessa really do be finessing <laughs> the whole system for sure um like she really well, said two hot guys i want them both two hot guys one lifetime no i want them both love heart emoji <laughs> um yeah so honestly oh, tess no. is an icon for that she snagged uh she snagged two. She really got a two for one she deal. She got a two for you know? one deal, and I will never be able to overcome my jealousy that I no. feel. Whenever I see people, like, like whoever it is that plays Tessa in the Infernal Devices adaptation is going to have a trip. She is going to have a trip. It's tri- going to be me. You... <laughs> You just can see, you can picture the look on my face right now. I know you can. I think I've said to Lily, like, I want to play Annabeth Chase, Tessa Gray, Aileen Galphinius, like, all of these in the live action adaptations. If I just played, like, all of them, my life would be complete. I would have a better chance of playing. If I played one of them, my life would be complete. I would have a better chance of playing Tessa Gray because I actually look like her. And Tessa doesn't have brown eyes. She also doesn't have blonde hair, Olivia. You know, wigs exist. I have been wearing contacts for six years. I can wear some colored ones. <laughs> that was iconic. <laughs> you know what? I will wear colored contacts if it means I get to kiss both Will and Jem. You know? Honestly, the chemistry between those three actors will need to be immaculate. If it's not, why bother? If it's not, why bother? Mm-hmm. A message from two girls who read a podcast. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I feel like we came up with some solid, solid... How did we talk about this for an hour? I could talk about it for another three, you know? It's just there's so much. There's just such lovable... Well, people 100% you know however I did promise that I would go live on our TikTok in two minutes well so I guess we have to wrap it up for today because of Olivia's time constraints (laughs) my schedule schedule um my schedule (laughs) stop it (laughs) um if you want to like oh this would be a cool segue I'm going to go live on our podcast TikTok at Two Girls Who Read Podcast. Let us know if you would like us to do our podcast episode idea where you guys send in videos of if you were team Will or Gem and then we'll react to your reasons on why you prefer one over the other. You know, let us know if you want that to happen on our podcast TikTok or on our Twitter. Tweet at us at Two Girls Who Read. No podcast, just at two girls who read. Yeah, so just to make your life easier. Come 
Yeah. Follow us on those social media platforms. We are planning on doing a lot more, like, as you can tell, like, interactive content. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I think that just about covers it. So thank you guys so much for listening. We post new episodes every single Wednesday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, so make sure that you come back every week for a new episode. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Oh, let us know if you prefer Will or Jam. Tee hee. Bye. <laughs>